Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Shlach Lecha. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse from Shabbos Parsha Shlach. That year was the 26th day in the month of Sivan, which was also the Shabbos that you blessed the month of Tammuz in the year Tafshin Memches 35 years ago. So again, the Chassidic Discourse is based on the verse in this week's Torah portion where it says, Shlach Lecha Noshim, go ahead and send people, which is referring to the spies to scatter out the land of Israel. And then the Torah says, Vayishlach Oysa Moshe, Moshe went ahead and sent the spies, and the Torah tells us, Kulam Anoshim, they're all the people. So Rashi says, what does it mean, all the people? And Rashi says, at that time, they were kosher. When they went and they were sent by Moshe, they were holy people. They were kosher people. They were going on a holy mission. So I've asked a simple question. If we're going to say that they were holy when they went in, they were kosher, so why didn't they want to go into the land of Israel? They came back and they terrible report they don't want to go in. They're kosher people, the holy people. What does that mean? Whatever Hashem says you do. So what does it mean they don't want to go into the land of Israel? So in, the, in Lakute Torah, which is the Hasidic teachings from the altar on the Parsha, in the beginning of the Torah portion, which we know that it's called the Lakute Torah is called the Hasidic Torah portion, and the altar explains that the Maraglim, the spies, they were on a very, very high level. And because they were on a very high level, they didn't want to go into the land. What, what does that mean practically? They didn't want to lower themselves to deal with physical mitzvot. Because in the land of Israel, what's the main service? Working the land, the materialistic mitzvahs, the physical mitzvahs. And they wanted to stay on a spiritual level. In other words, well, what does that mean they were on a high level? So to explain the, the high level of the, of the Moroccan, the spies, so the altar and Kut Torah, he gives two, two explanations. One explanation is, that the Miraglim, they were living in the world of Dibur, the world of speech. As a matter of fact, that's why they're actually called the Dur Hamidbar, the generation of the Midbar, because Midbar, desert, has the same letters as Dibur speech. So in other words, they want living on the level of speech, Dur Hamidbar. However, the land of Israel, what world is that in? That's the world of action. And like literally, that the main work in the land of Israel was physical things. In other words, you have to work the land for six years, and you have to you have to work the, the vineyard for sixty years, and therefore they don't want to get into the land of Israel, deal with it. Why? Because they have to spiritually downgrade from speech to action, which is a tremendous downgrade. Up to the point, it's not just a downgrade, it's 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 exponentially a huge downgrade. Okay, and like, and where do we see that? Like, it's brought down in in, in, in other places in Chassidus that if you look at the letter Hey, the letter Hey is structured. There's a line on top. There's a line going um, uh, up and down, which is connected to it. There's a gap, and then there's another small small dot. So the three lines in the letter Hey, and as we know, the letter Hey Hashem used to create the world is connected to, amongst many things, it's connected to the idea of Machshava thought, Debor speech, and Maisa in action. In other words, the upper line is referring to Machshava thought. The right line is, is speech, and the left one, the little one on the side is action. Now, 
So you have thought, speech is connected, and then there's a gap, and then you have action. So this, that this, the left leg is not connected fully to the hay, which is again, thought and speech. So you see that the, the world of action is totally disconnected, and you can't compare it to the idea of what in thought and speech. Now, so just to recap, so the first level is that the 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 the, the spies were on the level of speech, and Israel's a le- level of action, and there's a gap between speech and action. They wanted to stay in the world of speech. That's one that's one one opinion on the of the level of the Meraglim and uh, the land of Israel. Another insight, the way the, 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 way the author explains the Kutatari, another opinion, that the level of the spies wasn't just speech, but actually they were in the level of machshav on thought, which is even higher than speech. And the land of Israel is in the level of speech, and they didn't want to come down to the land, to, to the level of speech, of, of speech. And you can add to it, so you can see how great the downgrade is, because they didn't want to go into the physical land of Israel. Because the physical land of Israel is literally action. And therefore, the miraglim that, again, either according to the first opinion, they were in the level on, of, of speech, and Israel's level of action. Or the second opinion, they were in the level of thought, Israel's level of speech, and then the physical land of action. They didn't want to come down to that level. Okay, so what do we see from here? That... The spies, the spies, they didn't want to go into the land of Israel. Why? Because they don't want to lower themselves to deal with materialism, with physicality. Never goes on now a step further, and even deeper, with an introduction, which there is a, a, a wondrous idea which needs explanation. Why? In other words, <clears throat> What's the reason why the altar it goes into Lugatura at great length about the tremendous quality of the of the spies? They were in the level of thought, they were level of speech, etc. And you know, so he has the two levels, Bakshava and Diva, etc. In other words, he should have said very simple. Why do you have to go into this level of thought and the level of speech? That's that's not relevant. What's relevant is that they didn't want to deal with physicality. Irrelevant what level they're at. What's the main focus? So the main focus is they don't want to deal with materialism. Who cares? Thought, speech. Bottom line is, the point is they don't want to deal with physicality. So Rebbe explains and he says, why is that? So why does nevertheless the author talk about the level of thought and speech? Because the author is trying to bring out that this they don't want to go into the land of Israel. It's not because they got forbid thought that... There's no reason to go into the land. No, they were rebelling against going about going into the land of Israel. That we don't need the land of Israel. No, yeah, you need the land of Israel, a hundred percent. But they were saying was this has nothing to do with us because we're on the level of thought and we're on the level or the other opinion level of speech. So therefore. Why are we getting involved in action? So the Rebbe is bringing out the reason why the altar goes into great length to talk about the levels of the Miraglim is to point out it's not God forbid they had anything against the land of Israel or anything against action. They just felt like they're on the level of thought and speech. Why get involved in materialism? Why get involved in the, in the physical part? So based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully and he says this. Because Moshe didn't realize what he's dealing with, He's reeling with people that are on the level of thought and speech, and they don't want to be, be involved with physicality. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that sent him. Why? Because the one that has the power to elevate and transform physicality has to come from a higher level of thought. 
Thought and speech feels like, okay, I'm at level of thought, speech, and it's the only place to elevate uh, materialism. Moshe rating, which is even higher, and specifically because he's coming from higher than thought and higher than speech, he's able to go ahead and affect what the Torah says, the Yesurus Eretz, the literal translation to scan out the land. What, what, what is the spiritual translation of Yesuru? Yesuru comes from also the term of Yisroin, to create an, an, an elevation and an advantage in the land. And like, and, and like, the way it's literally, because that's what happened when they went into the land of Israel, and especially the way it's explained in the Kabbalistic insights and Medrash, etc., that the Yisuru means that they created an elevation. What does that mean, an elevation? To go ahead and elevate and transform the materialistic world, the world of, of action. So in other words, what the Rebbe is saying is that that's why they sent Moshe Rabbeinu sent them, because Moshe Rabbeinu is what is higher Makshava, and he sent them to, the goal was to go in and to elevate the materialistic world. Not only that, what did the spies say? They said, Lachmeinu Um It's our bread. What does that mean? Yeshua and Kal said, Lachmeinu it's our bread. In other words, what does that mean? That the sparks in the materialistic world, that is our bread. That's how we have a life sustenance. The materialistic world, that's what gives us sustenance. In other words, why is that? Because when you eat materialistic food, physical food, what does that do? It unites the soul with the body. Because if you don't eat, what happens? The soul leaves the body. So you need the physical food, even though it's physical, we're higher, we're, we're, we're human beings, but we have to come onto the physical food to keep the soul and the body united. In other words, the work in the physical world elevates the person himself. Because the person then becomes a mahalach. He's able to grow. He's able to advance in life. Up to the level of yeichul mechayel al You can even go from one level to the next. So by getting involved in the world, you actually elevate. You create a unity in the soul and the body. And then you actually have a huge upgrade. And this is also hinted by what it says afterwards. That Moish Rabbeinu... Later on in, in Parshas Chukas, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu sent the spies, and it says in the Torah, they sent Leragel to spy out as Yazer, um, the city of Yazer, and it says these spies, they actually conquered it. And Rashi says, because we're not going to do like the first spies. In other words, why, why, we're not going to do like the first spies, because we have trust in the prayers of Moshe Rabbeinu in, in, to be successful in the war. In other words, which accomplished both both points. In other words, one point is that they went ahead, the spies went ahead, and they went into the land of Israel with the power of Moshe Rabbeinu, and they were able to accomplish the mission. So the point of one is they went with the power of Moshe Rabbeinu. They said, they said that, we're, we, we're, that we're trusting in Moshe Rabbeinu. They went with the power of Moshe Rabbeinu. And not only that, what, what does it say? What is the city called? Yazer. Yazer means come from like from helping. It knows that the, literally that the, the part of the, the world itself helps in, in their service. Yazer means it helped them. They, the world itself held them. And it was like, just like it says in Yisroin, it actually elevates and adds to the person. In other words, so the point that I was bringing out is not only that the world needs us to elevate the world, but we, us human beings, we need the world because that's how we get elevated. So what, what they what they accomplished, the, the second set of spies, what it talks about Parshas Chukas is, one is they went with the power of Moshe Rabbeinu, and B, they actually were successful in elevating the world, but more importantly, elevating, the self, ele, elevating themselves. Shabbos, one second, so we still have to understand. Because the fact is, in the spies that we're talking about right now, the, the spies did not do their mission. 
they were sent with the power of Moshe Rabbeinu to go ahead and elevate the world and elevate themselves and they didn't do it but on the other hand you must say that if Moshe Rabbeinu sent them as, as, as shluchim as emissaries Moshe Rabbeinu's mission was accomplished maybe they didn't merit to be the proper emissaries to accomplish it but Moshe Rabbeinu's mission has to be accomplished so on one hand we're seeing they did not do their job but on the other hand how is Moshe Rabbeinu's mission being accomplished Moshe Rabbeinu's mission has to be accomplished and how do we know it has to be accomplished like we see that understood from the says in the Talmud that we know how do you know that when you want, when someone sanctifies Hashem, so you can sanctify in private, but then you sanctify Hashem, what's called sanctifying Hashem? That's when you do it in public. What's called public? Public means there has to be at least 10 Jewish people. How do we know that sanctifying Hashem has to be among at least 10 Jewish people? Because we learn it out from this story of the spies. Because said, until when will you have this Ada, this community, this terrible community, which is including the 10 spies, which obviously is not including Yeshua and Kali because they didn't have a bad report. So you see that where do you learn out that sanctifying Hashem's name is with 10 people? It's in this story. So obviously, Moshe Rabbeinu's mission of sanctifying Hashem's name must have been accomplished. But how was it accomplished? Never explains beautifully and he says like this, that in reference to the part of the spies that had to go into the land of Israel. So Rebbe quotes Rashi, the Rashi says that Yoshua and Kalev, they took the place of all the other spies that and and they 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 elevated what they were supposed to elevate and what the other what the other spies were supposed to elevate. In other words, so there's no question Moshe Rabbeinu's mission of elevating the earth by sending the spies was accomplished. Yes, unfortunately, the ten spies didn't do their job. But the mission was accomplished. By who? By Yeshua and Kalev. Now, so that is only, in, in the term, in, in, in learning, in studying, it's called Chefza. And the physical part of the earth got elevated. Through what the other spies. But the fact is, in reference to the spies themselves, the Gavra, the human being of the spies, seemingly was missing. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't accomplish the mission. But Rebbe says something beautiful, and we know this is one of the gifts of Judaism, but the fact is we know, Rebbe says, there's nothing that stands in the place of tshuva. So even when the spies botched up, and even when anyone else botched up, so again, there's two parts. The mission gets accomplished through someone else. But when you botch up, when, but you didn't, you didn't do your job, but there's nothing that stands in the way of tshuva. When someone decides they want to return to Hashem, and on the contrary, a Baal someone that messes up and does Tshuva, Hashem loves that person much greater than before he sinned. So before you sin, you're great, you're okay, amazing, you didn't do anything wrong. When you sin, uh-oh, but then you do Tshuva, Hashem loves you even better. So in other words, after the Miraglim went ahead and did Tshuva, we know the spies, they did Tshuva, they repented. So what happened was that they were elevating themselves. So what I was saying is saying like this, two important points. Number one is that Moshe Rabbeinu's mission was accomplished in the land of Israel, unfortunately not through the spies, but through Yeshua and Kalev. But the spies later on, when they did Tshuva, they themselves were elevated. The Rebbe says, the Torah we know is everlasting. It's not the story of the past. It's past, present, and future all in one. Torah is everlasting. And it's brought down in many, many places, like in Tanya from the Alter Rebbe, and the Torah from the Alter Rebbe, since Torah is everlasting. So obviously every part of Torah has a lesson, an everlasting lesson, for all the times and all the places. Now, 
since the spies we said at that time when they were sent, they were kosher. They were holy people. Not only that, they were on a very high level, like we learned. They were in the level of Makshava, they were level of Dibur, they're very, very high level. So it's self-understood that also in reference to the Miraglim, there's a lesson that every one of us can learn. And it's a lesson which is an everlasting lesson. And it's, and, and obviously it's more important, it, it, when, when it's really strong is when you learn the Parsha of Shlach. And especially when you're learning the Chassidic Torah portion of the Alter Rebbe and the Kut Torah um, of Parsha Shlach. So what is the lesson? Nobody explains like this. In reference to both opinions that we mentioned before, it's not only that they're both correct. There's an expression, Eilu be'elu They're both correct in whatever level you're talking about. But also the, 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 the point and the message of both insights, in other words, whether they were on the level of thought, on the level of speech, is true in every single one of us where we serve Hashem. In other words, we all have areas of our life that we want to stay in the world of thought, we want to stay in the world of speech, but the point is we have to leave sometimes the level of thought and level of speech and get involved in action. In other words, whether you're in the world in the, in the world of thought or the world of speech, you got to get down to reality. In other words, because the fact is, every one of us, we have our thoughts, which and we know that the machshava is our thoughts, so we know there's four worlds, Atsilas, Bria, Tsiya, So the thoughts are connected to which world? The world of Bria. And like it says in the blessings in the morning, Atabarasa, the world of Bria, Ati Yitzarta, which is the world of Yitzira, the Atanafaktabi, which comes down to reality. So in other words, the Atabarasa you have created is referring to the part of Bria of our soul, which is basically the world of thought. Ati Yitzarta is the part of Yitzira of our soul, which is the world of speech. But the ultimate intent is that the thought and the speech should not stay in the world of thought and speech, but they should come down in the world of action. We have to come down to reality. Up to the point of the Atom Hashanah Kirbi. In other words, this is basically the 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 the, uh, the essence of our work every single day, that we go out to work. Um, we go out to work. Um, every, 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 every single day. What does that mean practically on a spiritual level? The, the soul comes down into the body, and through the fact that the soul comes in the, in the, in the body, because we know that the shaman's on a very high level, whether it's machshava, dibur, bri, etc., etc. So when it comes down into this world, it has the power to elevate the world, transform the world, up to the point that after you elevate the world, the, the world goes back and elevates the soul as well. Now, Rebbe finished off and he says like this, when we do our spiritual work <clears throat> to bring down our thought, our speech, um, Bria, Yitzira, into the world, into the physical world, and other ideas to conquer the world, even the, uh, the part which is outside the land of Israel, and like the famous t- line from the Tzemach Tzedek, the third Chabad Rebbe, what did he say? Mach, I'll say it in Yiddish, I'll translate it, Mach Da, which means make over here Eretz Yisrael, make over here the land of Israel, which by which means like coming, bringing your thoughts and speech down to reality. So when we do that, what we what we accomplish is we 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 bring and we bring close the ultimate and the the ultimate future redemption that we're going to conquer the land of Israel in a literal way, and we're going to go literally physically in the land of Israel. Not only that, Rebbe says. It's going to be a, in a way like it says in the Torah, the Chayum and Anosh, they live from the people, which means they took a part in the land of Israel, that this generation creates an elevation and an upgrade, even in the, in the part of the earth that generations before didn't have the redemption. 
And by doing that, we will create the complete redemption in the whole world. And how much more so we're going to create the completion of the Jewish people. Up to we're going to create the revelation of the Yechidah. The highest level of our souls are going to come out. And it's going to come out in a way where it's going to come down in the lowest level, the way the soul comes into the body. And Rebbe finished off and says, and he hopes, that this should all happen, very, very quickly. The souls will be coming back into the body. Every single, every single, every single, every single Jewish person from all the generations and how much more so the souls in the body of this generation because through that we create an elevation in all the souls in the bodies of the previous generation and more importantly and most important Rebbe says we should do our avoidah of getting involved in the world we should do it with happiness with tuvlev love and gladness of heart up until the point that we have the revelation of the simcha like it says in the prophets Rani Yakara Loyolda you should be rejoiced because the, the barren woman that didn't give birth is going to give birth we're going to have the birth and the and the revelation of Mashiach coming, and Hashem is not going to hold us back, even like literally like the blink of an eye, like Rashi says in Chumash, in reference when God took the Jewish people out of Egypt, right in the middle they took them out. And what does Rashi say? The minute the time came, boom, it happened right away. And the take care from Yad, Mama should happen very, very quickly and right away. So here you have another beautiful, powerful, Hasidic discourse of the Rebbe. The Rebbe explains the whole idea of the Miraglim on a spiritual level. Wanting to stay in the world of thought and speech, but we have to come down to reality to transform the world. This way, we transform the world, we transformed ourselves, and ultimately, we'll transform the world. We're going to have Mashiach is going to become re- get revealed, and next class will be in Yerushalayim, Irakoidish. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.